Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. You got Cam Moon, Cody Jansen, Derek Scott. Oilers Now on 630 Chad. Oh, it has been it's been flying here. The first the first uh, half hour was was rolling. You had that text line. Well, I think all. we got through half the text, maybe. Oh, you're bringing it today. I love it. This is great. Keep the text line yeah, going. Yeah, keep because it going. Because we, we'll still get into it. Like I'm seeing a lot of trade proposals, a lot of thoughts on the Carlson deal, a lot of teams which people are excited to see this winter at Rogers Place. Like keep that buzzing. Please, please do. And and thankfully, you're here to keep an eye on it because I get going and I get talking and then I don't see the text line and then like 40 texts go by and I miss stuff. And this is you're 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 doing a, a huge service to the show and to the listener. So I did one job. OK, today. Yeah, well, I don't know. I would say exceptional. Seriously, you're, you're looking like today's first star as it sits. Speaking of which, we have got. Bakersfield Condors play-by-play man Ryan Holt, and he is our headliner. Yeah, so you know he is a big deal. Our Oilers now headliner, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We've got Ryan Holt. He's on the line. He's in Bakersfield. Ryan, you got Cam, you got Cody. What's going on today? I didn't know I was the headliner. Oh, I mean, yeah. this is a, a lot of pressure on me right now. <laughs> wow. I don't know about that, but I think you're more than capable to take care of business. Uh, I appreciate it. How, how are things in uh, Bakersfield in the, the middle of July? I'm, I don't know that uh, hockey is going to be top of mind for everybody around there, but for you, I know it never it never really ends. Uh, air conditioning is is top of mind right now. We actually our, our practice facility is is right next door and uh, stays open year round. Uh, so we've had a couple of events uh, lately with with some of the youth programs um, over there. So trying to keep everyone uh, indoors and, and out of the heat. But yeah, it's a it's a balmy 107 today uh, Fahrenheit, which I think is like uh, 52 maybe ish uh, Celsius, something like that. So. It's uh, it's definitely hot, but uh, yeah, we'll uh, 
you know, we just had our schedule come out uh, last week um, with all of our dates for, for the upcoming season. So uh, from a business side of things, there's a, a lot of planning and a lot of, um, you know, purposeful uh, discussion the next couple of weeks as we get set for, you know, uh, what, what's to come here come season time. And then once the season comes, it's basically autopilot and, and uh, put your head down and get to work. For the sake of the schedule, I know you play the, the bulk of the games out west. Do you, do you travel out east at all? Nothing out east. We go as okay. far as Austin, Texas, uh, to, to face uh, Dallas's team. Uh, for Oilers fans, we do come to Calgary twice this year, um, which is uh, exciting for us. Uh, there's a, a couple of different trips up to Calgary, and there's two trips to, to Abbotsford, uh, BC, this year as well, too. Uh, I think there's an off day thrown in there, too, which is always good for for myself as I look to venture out and uh, and experience some different cities. So, um, yeah, we had a, a great showing of Oilers fans in Calgary last year and, and uh, you know, we were able to take them down uh, in front of a lot of blue and orange. So uh, that was a fun, fun time and a fun trip up there and, and hoping to do so the same this year. Ryan Holt from the Bakersfield Condors is our guest. He's our headliner, too, for that matter. Uh, Raphael Lavoie signs a, a one-year deal. Uh, I know he had, uh, from what I understand, uh, the second half of last season uh, really went on the upswing. You see him every day, uh, practice games, you name it. Uh, what did you see from uh, Raphael Lavoie last season? I think the best part of my gig is is I see you know players come in and and they're touted and highly touted out of junior and you know high draft picks and everyone's story is different and and for Raf you know he came in um, you know as a 20 year old kind of in that in that COVID season uh, if you will and you know we had a shortened year he was overseas um, you know kind of caught him at the tail end and he had been battling some some nagging injuries um, and I've seen. You know, Raf grow into a man. Uh, I think over the last two or three years here in Bakersfield, and and take on you know a role with this team of you know a, a power forward, uh, a guy who can be trusted in situations, um, has a heavy shot, obviously. Um, you know that we've seen you know from his power play time, but but he's you know just as as good five on five. Um, and I think one thing about Raf and, and one area that that he's grown, I think over the last you know three years is is he's a really coachable, um, you know, sponge type of player, a guy who, you know, wants that feedback and, and trusts the coach's opinion and, and wants to know, you know, where are the areas in his game that he can improve. And, um, you know, I think, and you, and you mentioned it, he was coming off a, an injury going into last season and, um, you know, it took him a little bit to get up to speed. But, but man, that second half of the year, you know, I would throw him, you know, with anybody in the American Hockey League in terms of, you know, I use the word men among boys, but that's how it was, you know, the second half of the year and his ability to drive the net, his ability to use his speed and his size. And, you know, he was a powerful, powerful skater. He's almost like a Clydesdale, um, you know, the way he moves. And when he gets going, uh, he's tough to stop. And, you know, like you said, the second half of the year, you know, you, you start scoring, you know, 24, 25 goals in the American Hockey League, you know, as a, as a 21, 22-year-old, you know, power forward type of player that he is um that's a positive positive sign for the organization and and happy to see him back and obviously he's betting on himself here to make the nhl and i love that confidence about him and um you know like i always tell the guys i i hope i don't see you um but if i do uh we'll certainly be happy to see you here uh, back in bakersville how close do you think he is to uh being a regular nhler I, I think you know he's as close as as he can be and i think 
you know, I always use the word, you know, these decisions are above my pay grade and, and things like that. But, you know, he's going to, you know, make someone's life difficult in terms of, you know, management or, um, you know, the coaching staff, uh, other players in terms of trying to battle for a spot. And, you know, I know there's all sorts of, you know, other extracurricular things that go into it and salaries and positioning and, you know, roles on teams. Um, but he's a, a guy who, you know, has really, you know, grown here in Bakersfield. And I think that's all you can ask of guys. Um, you know, you look at a James Hamlin or a Vinny DeHarnay and, you know, are guys getting better each and every year? And the answer is yes. And now what that means for the NHL level, uh, you know, I'm not sure. You know, obviously he's not going to be on the power play in, in Edmonton right away, uh, you know, with the Oilers. But can he find another role? And that's where, you know, guys have had, you know, ways of, of finding things here in Bakersfield to, you know, add elements to their game. You know, I'll use Tyler Benson for an example. The first time he went up to the NHL, he wasn't a penalty killer, came back down and, and then, you know, became a solid penalty killer and was able to, you know, carve out a little niche. And, I, you know, I know it, you know, works out in a different organization now, but that's, you know, what guys here in Bakersfield have to do is find their niche, not only here in Bakersfield, but also what's my role going to be if, I, if I'm going to get to the Edmonton Oilers, if I'm going to be that guy up there. And that's what Vinny DeHarnay did. You know, obviously he had the size, but he had to, you know, have a lot of other elements to his game where he could carve out 10 minutes a night, 12 minutes a night, 13 minutes a night on the back end. So, um, you know, Ralph's going to push. Um, I look at him, you know, this is a big preseason for him. This is a big training camp for him. I would expect him to be, you know, one of the guys that, you know, you're talking about in terms of, you know, are these last cuts, are these first cuts, are these guys that are going to end up sticking on an opening night roster? Condors play-by-play man Ryan Holt, our Oilers Now headliner, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. And you you spoke about uh, Vinny D'Arnais, and he, get, he comes to the, to the team, you know, partway through the season, carves out uh, a niche for himself, brings a little something when it comes to physicality and... A little bit of, uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, something, a jam in his game. I had to think of a way to oh. clean it up. Uh, <laughs> I got there eventually. Uh, but a very engaging individual. You watched him you know, come in and work his way from the ECHL to the American League and then find his way into the American League and improve and then get to the to the NHL and have have some impact at the NHL level. It, it must be incredibly like rewarding to to see that transformation. Give me an idea of how hard he worked at it while he was in Bakersfield. Yeah, I think you know for for us, you know everyone like I mentioned, everyone's story is different, right? We we've had the. The Yamamoto's, the Pulley RVs, the first round picks, the Bouchards, the Holloways that, you know, are, are destined for the Oilers. You know, they're they're at minimum gonna play games in Edmonton and, and you know, they're gonna be given every opportunity in the world. Vinny was given basically I wouldn't say no opportunity, but as low an opportunity as you could possibly get. And that's uh, you know, an AHL two way contract as a draft pick. And here, prove yourself, and maybe you can become uh, a regular AHL player. And he was already older, um, you know. He he hadn't, you know, really taken off on the scene. He wasn't signed to an NHL contract. Um, he was in the ECHL, and and for him to not only become an AHL regular, I mean, there was a question at one point, I think, of whether he could be an AHL regular. Um, you know, he was our sixth, seventh defenseman. He was, you know, trying to fight his way onto the team. 
uh, and just do everything he could to be here. But one thing about Vinny, and, and you've seen it at Edmonton, and I think anybody who, who gets to spend five seconds with him, um, he's a personable character. Uh, he's a guy who truly cares and is privileged to be where he is and, and understands, you know, his role. Um, he was, you know, a type of guy here in Bakersfield that, you know, I knew I could go in the locker room if I needed something, um, you know, in the community or around town or, hey, you know, someone's dropping by after practice. Can you spend 10 minutes with them? You know, Vinny was always that type of guy. Um, and I think one thing you're seeing with guys that go from Bakersfield to Edmonton is they, they're they ready when they get to Edmonton, but they're ready as a person as well, too, when they get to Edmonton. You know, they, they use the word, you know, the NHL isn't a development league. It's, you know, a show-me league. Guys are going up there. They're not developing. They're ready to play, and and maybe they'll go back and forth, but they're ready to go. And I think Vinny's one of the classic examples. I had no idea what he would do when he get to the NHL, but I knew that you know he would have the drive and the purpose, you know, when he got there. And you know, I'm so happy for him. And he's one of the best stories to come out of Bakersfield, just because. He is a fan favorite. He is a guy who, you know, is naturally, you know, amicable with, with fans and, and with the community. And I think uh, everyone loves a good underdog story. And, hey, he's as big an underdog as you could possibly have. What do you think Xavier Borgo has to do this offseason, next season, to round out his game and take that next step? I think for him it's it's a confidence factor. Um, you know, I think, you know, he started well last year. You know, everyone kind of goes through it. You hit that little bit of a lull. It's a long season. It's a grind. It's professional hockey. And I think him, and I'll throw Ty Tulio in that mix. I'll throw Carter Savoy in that mix because they're always going to be lumped together because they all came in at the same, you know, uh, you know, time frame here in Bakersfield and, and same age bracket. Um, but for Xavier, it's, you know, finding ways to impact the game when maybe things aren't going right. Um, and finding ways to, to earn the trust of the coaching staff or earn the trust of management to put yourself in the best possible spots. And it's not always a, an uphill, you know, easy arrow on the stock market. You know, there's dips and there's valleys, and it's how do you fight through that. And I think for Xavier, that's the, you know, the, the calling card, I think, going into to year two is, is can, can he fight through those times when things aren't going well, when you're not the best player you know, in the league or when you're not the best player on your team, can you find ways to impact games? I think him and Ty Tulio and Carter Savoy, these are, these are big years for them coming up in terms of, you know, can they take that next step? They all had good seasons, you know, for, for rookies in the American hockey league at this level, you compare their numbers to other rookies like Yamamoto, Puliyarvi who have come through here in Bakersfield. They're all comparable, but what do you do in that second and third year? Do you take that next step forward? I suspect he will. Um, you know, when he was hot, he was really hot. And, you know, can you sustain that? Can you find ways to sustain that over the course of a 72-game season? Um, you know, but I, I think he's got it in him, and we'll see what happens here in year two. How do you see that goaltending pyramid shaking down in Bakersfield next year? Like, in the NHL, we see it every year where it's got to be next man up mentality. But how do you see the three they got right now? Yeah, I think, you know, obviously Calvin Pickard is a, a bona fide AHL, you know, elite goaltender who, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, anytime he's between the pipes. I think, you know, if you if you added in the, uh, a month and a half of Calvin Pickard last year when he was hurt and out with a, an ankle injury, you know, the Condors record looks uh, a lot different. That said, Ali Rodrigue has pushed him every step of the way. Uh, and I'm so happy to, to see Ali back because, 
Um, I think he is a terrific, and it's a one and one A, I think, here in Bakersfield. You know, two goaltenders who finished top 10 in save percentage in the American Hockey League, and that was qualified as well, too. So all he got, you know, just a, not half of the games, but, you know, a third of the games here in Bakersfield, I think that's a, a terrific one-two punch. Um, you know, then obviously Ryan Fanti and Tyler Parks are, are in the organization as well, too, and, and Fanti's going to push his as much as I think he can possibly do. He's on the, you know, the year two of his two-year deal. And, um, you know, but I think Ollie's growth has really opened some eyes, I think, in the organization. Um, this past year when, when he was called upon to be the number one goaltender for, you know, two months of the year and, and forced the hand of a lot. And, you know, I, I think it's more of a, a tandem as opposed to a one and, and two situation here in Bakersfield this year because, uh, you know, Ollie obviously needs to play as well, too. Pickard understands that, and, and Pickard is uh, a consummate pro and, you know, can't say enough good things about him. Bakersfield Condors play-by-play man Ryan Holt is our guest. Ryan, how important is it? You you, you just talked about Calvin Pickard. You know, he's a, a veteran guy. He's played in the NHL, has uh, lots of pro games under his belt. Having a guy like that or, or Brad Malone or Seth Griffith, guys that you know, have been around pro hockey for a while, having that type of influence and it, it, all the American Hockey League teams have those guys, but their role, it, I, I don't think it could be understated, but you see it closer than, than anybody. How much do they help the development of the young guys, especially when they're coming out of junior or college? It's huge. Um, I think anybody, and I'll use Brad Malone as an example, uh, I think anybody who's followed Brad Malone's career, you know, he's kind of reinvented himself a couple of different times. Obviously, you know, he had his, his first stint in the NHL, went to the American Hockey League, established himself as a, you know, a leader at the American Hockey League level, got back to the NHL and and earned it. It wasn't just a, hey, this is an injury to five different guys and we need somebody that can play. You know, he earned his opportunity to get back to the NHL, um, earned his opportunity to be on a playoff roster, earned his opportunity. Um, and here in Bakersfield, you know, he is our you know, what, what Colin Chalk would, would describe as our alpha. He is the, the person who steers our ship. And for, for Brad and for Seth Griffith, Calvin Pickard, um, you know, and then you look at some of the offseason signings this year that, that could potentially be in Bakersfield, Drake Kajula, Lane Peter. These are guys that are, you know, around the game so much, uh, especially at this level, and have had such great success their ability through osmosis just to be able to show it and do it right every single day is, is huge. It's huge for guys when they go up. Um, and I'll use Brad as an example. Uh, you know, social media last week, Brad's at Patrick Russell's wedding with Kylie Yamamoto, and they're all hanging out. And, um, you know, it shows the impact that guys have on each other while they're here in Bakersfield. And, and Brad knows that, you know, guys like Borgo and uh, Holloway and Yamamoto and they're going to go on to bigger and better things beyond Bakersfield and you know while they're here in Bakersfield though he makes sure that you know the the culture is set and that they're ready for you know what's to come in an NHL dressing room outstanding Ryan you have been every bit the guest we thought you would be and completely uh, deserving of the headliner tag I think I and uh in Bakersfield I think it should be noted it's an Edmonton tie-in that along the concourse at the uh, arena in Bakersfield, the jersey of uh, Edmonton's Kevin St. Jacques is on the wall uh, for his his many years when it was a, an ECHL team, or was or was it 
Western Pro. I can't remember what league they were in at the time. Uh, I think he was he was ECHL. Okay. Yeah. Well, his, yeah. his jersey's up on the wall. He won the WHL yeah. scoring title in 91-92, and he's from Edmonton. Uh, Knights a Columbus product. So I, I have to give this shout-out to Kevin because uh, I know he'd enjoy it. <laughs> Holtz, did you get a promotion this summer? Did I see something about that, correct? Yes, I did. Okay, I well, like tell, to, tell everyone about that. <laughs> I don't like to promote it. Well, you have to. This is a question on radio. You're forced to do what I say. You have no choice yeah, now. Now you're, now you're really making me a headliner. No. Uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> was... So what's uh, the new job yeah, entailed? Promoted, uh, promoted the vice president of, of marketing. So a lot of the same things that I was already doing on the, the business side of things. Uh, obviously, you know, radio and, and play-by-play and, you know, the hockey side of things, you know, is, is my passion and, and is what I you know, truly, truly, uh, you know, enjoy doing. Um, and then uh, that has to come with uh, some sort of revenue generation. Uh, and that starts with, with marketing and advertising and public relations and uh, digital media and all of that that comes with it. I'm fortunate that we have a lot of great uh, members of our staff that make us uh, look better than, uh, you know, I certainly could. So, um, you know, just fortunate to, to work here. I've been here 12 years now with Bakersfield and, you know, I've been here since, uh, 2011 and you know enjoy the uh you know obviously our our ownership with the oilers and everyone up there and you know everyone's so great to to me and to the staff here in bakersfield and uh you know just looking to keep it going and keep it growing and that's uh you know what we're all about we got a new five-year lease down here and looking to make it bigger and you know keep expanding on, on what we're already doing holty love it yeah much deserved you work incredibly hard thanks for joining us today Thanks, Moon. Appreciate it, guys. Take care. Right on. There is Ryan Holt, our Oilers Now headliner, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. And uh, good to get update on uh, players in, in Bakersfield, some on the way, you know, going into, you know, getting their American League experience and and on the, just on the edge of being NHL players. So great to catch up with Ryan Holt. We're going to take a quick break. Quick break. We will be right back. Cody Jansen, Derek Scott. You got Cam Moon as well here. Oilers now on 630 Chet. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chet. Great conversation with Ryan Holt of the Bakersfield Condors. You got Cam Moon, Cody Jansen. You got Derek Scott. It's Oilers Now. We got lots more coming up yet. In the next hour, we have uh, Gary Lawless from the Vegas Golden Knights. We got John Shannon, our NHL insider. We got Brendan Escott. We're teeing up that Edmonton Elks game in Winnipeg today. So, yeah, lots going on. Some guests of Oilers now receive gift certificates to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to 9990 Jasper Ave and tell Chris and Chef Altoff that Oilers Now sent you. And during the season, all season long, the Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. You have been following that Ashley Fine Floors text line, and it has been going. Hasn't it? Oh, I think the oh, best yeah. part about it is we were talking about Eric Carlson 40 minutes ago, and people are still <laughs> texting in, Whoa. even after our long Bakersfield uh, you know, chat there. So, uh, 
again, there's not names on all of these, which okay. I wish there was. Uh, if the Oilers can't resolve the Bouchard issue, how about Bouchard and Fogel to San Jose for Carlson? They retain 40% of the cap hit. Huh. I, again, it just it, that feels like NHL, like on Xbox. Yeah, G. yeah it does a little bit. Yeah, right there. Uh, Jocelyn says, "I love when the Canes come to town. Get, get to, oh, get to wear my fishy jersey loud and proud." Okay, fishy jersey. It's like, like a I've... Hartford Whalers thing. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, that was an elite jersey, the Hartford Whalers. Yeah, this is another Elite. one out of... It's an Ontario number. Okay. says, I want to see the Oilers beat the Stanley Cup champs in every meeting this season. I think that's wishful thinking. But yeah. you want to see them beat them once or twice. Sure. No, that's become a big rivalry. That's what playoff series will do. They'll create great rivalries. And the Edmonton and Vegas rivalry, it's starting to fire up. You know, we're going to get to talk about that. We're going to talk about it pretty soon. In the next hour, we got Gary Lawless from the Vegas Golden Knights. That's what's coming up next after the Global News Weather and Traffic Update with Evan Cook. It's Oilers Now on 630 Chad.